This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, hey! What are you doing? I'm Paddy Power. I get that, but why are you wearing nothing but a pair of green underpants with your own name on the waistband? That's what I do. It gets people's attention. This is a radio ad. I'm the only one who can see you. Oh. Oh, well, this is awkward. You could have least have waxed. Sign up to Paddy Power today at paddypower.com forward slash ramble and get a free 20 quid bet once you bet a tenner. And I might even keep my clothes on. But look how flattering it is when I jump up and down. Ole, 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 ole. Please stop. Yeah. Patel. Yeah. Potato. 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 What's going on over here? Well, Jim Charles is fucking appalling. Justin Bieber. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus and I'm with Pete. Yeah. Luke Moore. All right. Jim. Hello. I don't know why Luke got his surname there. Mm. More important. Silly me. Right then, let's crack on with proceedings, listeners, now that you're all here. Um, in a recent charity match, Gabby Agbonlahor clattered into One Direction's Louis Tomlinson. If you could clatter anyone from the world, who would it be, Pete? Um, I think uh, the main enemy to football is um, bad challenges. So if I saw a really bad challenge going in, I'd go over and challenge that challenge. <laughs> so and so, so I'd... This you're, is a, you're part of the problem here, I would aren't you, No, because I'd be <laughs> helping to kick out bad challenges, and then it would just end up, you know, it'd be like a, like a domino effect, yeah. and then all the players would be getting involved, then most of like, the, the people around the pitch. <laughs> big carnage. Big pylon. Yeah. An eye for an eye leaves everyone blind. Mm. Mm. Gandhi. That's one of One Direction's. <laughs> <laughs> the new single from One Direction. Yeah. It was lovely though. He, he started vomiting as he off the pitch. Off the pitch. I'm quite sorry for him. I did as well, actually. I think it was a little bit of a cheap shot for everyone to laugh at him. Yeah, but he's, he's living the dream. He's, and he's a good. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's winning. Isn't he's a professional. Yeah, exactly. He's technically a professional footballer, isn't he? Didn't he yeah. sign for Doncaster? Doncaster. He did. Yeah. I, I just like the vomit that came out. Vomit has got greener over the years. With footballers, it's because we're all, we're all drinking like Lucas Ed and all but crazy it, Yeah, it could be that was maybe some Celtic vomit. The vomit was at Celtic. <laughs> do, you, do, you think that, do you think the colour of vomit is changing the same way the colour of dog poo's changing? Yeah, exactly. Dog poo's not changing. Less chalk in boy band diet. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think Lou Thomason seems like an alright chap. Yeah, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to have a pop at him. does I'm, look like he's wearing eyeliner, though. Also, he does. A lot, also, a lot was made of the challenge. It wasn't that bad a challenge. No, no. You see worse challenges every game. It was an unfortunate incident, and that shouldn't be the talking point. The talking point should be a great occasion for charity and uh, Mr Petrov. Can, can I also hmm. ask, I might have missed something here, you guys may know better than I do, was the, was the vomitage linked to the challenge? I don't know. Well, he went off I'm guessing. immediately vomited, I think. Yeah, yeah but mm. I, I, was that because he was in pain or because he, was, he felt, well, I don't understand what the connection Had is. Had he cracked his knee? I don't know what had happened. What, I th- yeah, I think it was... It was t- could he play on? No, he, no, he, no, he, he yeah. immediately... <laughs> but I've never, well, the reason I ask that is because, obviously, Louis <laughs> Thomason is a human being. Yes. Yeah, I've never known someone puke because they got tackled. Right, he's a p- pussy, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, okay, right, yeah. Maybe One Direction aren't paying him enough. Yeah. Mm. That's why he threw up. I don't think they pay themselves, mate. Yeah. Um, well, they're certainly very wealthy. Uh, yeah, I felt a bit sorry for him, but uh, that's Pete's answer. Luke. No, but what is Pete's answer? I, I'm not clear on what Pete's answer actually well, is. Well, let's see what yours is, considering Pete. you didn't have one five minutes ago. Pete's so let's gonna, see how yours is. mine. Pete Donaldson. <laughs> <laughs> but not again, really. so you're just going to pile on Pete, piling on other bad challenges. Yeah, yeah. Not, again, it's just making that. it worse. My thought it through. There's an open goal for you here, Jim, by the looks of it, for the points. But Luke, I'm going to go for Carl Walker, actually. 
Oh, yeah? Purely because of this laughing gas incident. <laughs> is, is that really so bad? He's no, not laughing it, anymore. The reason is... But he's Nitrous like, oxide is no laughing... I don't think... Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it isn't his fault, but it's his fault that I've had to read about it mm. for the last few days. It's deeply tedious. All sorts of different tabloid jargon, like hippie crack. Hippie. No one calls it hippie crack. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. Legal high. Mm. It's a gas. Yeah. It's, it's craziness. And also, that happened like three Football months ago. Football rambles are legal high. Yeah. Yeah, sort uh, of. Kind of. In most countries. If you're high listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll go Carl Walker just because um, he's, he's essentially been <clears throat> the, the genus of a horrendous tabloid activity, and that can never be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. And the other thing I didn't like about it, actually, was that, that that photo was apparently from, like, three months ago, and the tabloids have just brought it out now, just before a big England game, yeah. to get the most traction they can. Uh, that's, that's disgraceful. Uh, yeah, it is, it is, it is. Jim, what are you going for? Who are you going for? I'm going... It's quite an obvious one. Mm. Elton John. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sir Elton. I was at Best of All at the weekend. No, very much just Elton. Uh, I was at Best of All at the weekend. I ended up watching Elton John because uh, people I was with wanted to watch him, so I thought I'd be sporting, I suppose. And no, he's, I, he's only awful. one of the most gifted uh, awful. performers Dreadful. of our time. <laughs> Absolutely woeful. <laughs> Were you on laughing Just, gas? No, um, <laughs> clearly not. Uh, only briefly, um, sadly, not not throughout the whole thing. Um, and just music is not supposed to make you remember all your troubles. It was meant to, <laughs> meant to do the opposite. I just, just I just think he's dreadful, and for that reason, I'd kick him. I think that's fair enough. Yeah. Would it be a two-footer? Yeah, it would. Does and it all those people that go, oh, actually, if you listen to his albums from the seventies, they're actually really good. They're not. I've heard them. They're rubbish. Pete, you like Elton John? Yeah, I think everyone likes Elton I John think apart he's all from right, Jim. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Jim's original bit bugbear before we came into the studio was that he, <laughs> he played Cans in the Wind and you didn't think that was very appropriate. No, I just, that's not. Jim it's only just, likes that he played. Pop music. It's that he was there. <laughs> I only like what? He's happy pop music. You're, yep. a, you're <laughs> a believer. <laughs> he was headlining. Yeah, he was. He was headlining. Would you kick Morrissey for the same reason? No, I would, I would not talk to Morrissey, because, you know, <laughs> you should never meet heroes, but neither would I kick him. Right, OK. I would not engage Morrissey at all. <laughs> Which is presumably what he would want. Grumpy <laughs> <laughs> old bastard. Yeah. <laughs> I would... Uh, oh, I like the person who I'd like to, to clatter. What? Yeah, I, it, That's worse. No, 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 there's a reason. Um, it's Prince, the artist formerly known and presently known well, as Prince. He is Prince again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it I, is his name, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Symbol. Yeah. Remember the name. symbols that he, the phase he went through? That, that was yeah. lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Slave, he wrote on his face. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would, I'd like to clap him just so I could be right by him when he went, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Why would that get you in the nethers? <laughs> I don't know, I just, I'd quite like it. And then obviously I'd help him up, we'd become friends and uh, party oh. like it's 2002. Very musical show so far. We've had Beaver, mm. we've had John, we've had Prince. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And Morrissey. Oh my giddy aunt. Mm. Prince is actually a Jehovah's Witness at the moment, isn't he? So you could go around together. Be yeah. Fun. I'm yeah. not a Jehovah's Witness. Wow. You just cost yourself the point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo- wins, Joseph Stalin over here. Has <laughs> 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 just cost himself the point. Uh, I, I'll give the points to Pete. Yay. Um, what the people want. confusing <laughs> Because, you know, we started off with, uh, with a, a, a mention of a charity match, so a bit of charity <laughs> to Pete there. Um, let's go on to international football, the highest level of football that is... And always will be. <laughs> Lots of people disagree with that. Um, England beat Moldova 4-0. Um, un- unfortunately, we're recording on the Monday evening, and FIFA and UEFA have conspired to piss us off, because yeah. they put, mm. obviously, the, the internationals on the Tuesday. Selfish. Um, but another goal for Ricky Lambert, and two assists. Yeah. He's having a lovely time in the England jersey. Well, why would you not have a lovely time in the England jersey, Marcus? That's what I <laughs> What are you trying to imply there? Some people have such a good time in the England jersey, yeah. they wear it like up to a hundred times, sometimes more than a hundred times. Mm. That's very true. Yeah, so I'm not sure Lambert will get to quite that number. He, he's going to um, start, apparently. He is at the very, at the very well, not, not, uh, not for the next 97 times. Oh, not. so... Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, but, you know, you can, you can only say that he's beaten what's been put in front of him. He's, he's looked very much at home in that shirt. Mm. Indeed he has. Yeah, obviously we can't talk too much about the Ukraine game because... Because it literally hasn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. We could have it, a go. We, yeah, we could do. I, I, mean, think, I, I think we all need to remember how boring the uh, end of the uh, Moldova match was. It was like a training match. It was like, oh, God, just finish. Finish the whole thing. That's the spirit. <laughs> that's, that's what people are thinking now. Finish, just hand out the World Cup now to Brazil or Spain yeah. or someone. Pete, don't you often end the night in front of the TV with just finish the whole thing? This is it, end it. End, end it. it all, end yeah. it all. That's ridiculous talk, Pete Donaldson. I woke up on the stairs on Saturday. Did yeah. you? That's, that's a new law for Donaldson, that is. Sleeping or walking? Sleeping, sleeping. Yeah. Where had you been? Uh, been down Big Reds, Holloway Road's premier night spot. 
It's <laughs> not even the premier night spot on Holloway Road, no, is it? No, no, it really isn't. When you say these like. stairs, do you mean your stairs? My stairs, leading up to my flat. So I was outside somebody else's flat having a little snooze. Oh, yeah. And that last um, little bit of steerage just couldn't be asked to get up. I just fancy having a kit. Yeah. North yeah, London Capers. You work hard, Pete. It's, it's fine to have that. I work hard for the money. Break <laughs> 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 it down now. <laughs> It, feel free to step in, Mark. No, no, you no. Are, I, you are the host. I am enjoying this. Um, <laughs> nobody else is. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Let me come to your rescue. Uh, Poland drew one all with Montenegro. Handy result for England. But I think we can just say that if, if England lose in Ukraine, it uh, uh, could be a disaster. Let, let's, I mean, put it into perspective. We, we, England were playing Moldova, who are poor. Mm. And, and, and the two assists that Lambert made were, were excellent, mm. but he had an awful lot of time. Mm-hmm. For, especially for the first one. So you'd, you'd, you'd wonder whether he'll get that time in Ukraine. Well, he won't. I'm telling you that mm-hmm. now. He won't <laughs> if, if he starts. I mean, you think he'll start. I'm not sure if he, if he will Hodgen, start. Uh, has he said that, has he? Pretty much. Okay, right. So I mean, he's going to be leading the line on his own, isn't he? Because Hodgson's intimated that he's going to play quite a lot of midfield players. Yeah. Well, he's already said that Lampard's going to get his 100th cap. Yeah, it'll be Lampard, Gerrard, um, probably Milner. Wilshire, yeah, and uh, Walcott, and then Lambert up top. Bit silly st- telling everyone your lineup before you. Well, I've got no other players, mate. They're all injured. Yeah, Ukrainian bloke told Hodgson, <laughs> "Are you going to go with them?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I think am. I will. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, yeah, well, shall we? Shall we? Guess. But the Good Ukraine guess. game is is, is going to be a, a slightly dangerous one. Not 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 not. At least because Ukraine are quite a good side, but also because England know that realistically, with the, with the fixtures that are left, they only need a draw, mm. and that presents its own problems. To be honest, and and, and you're right in what you say. The Poland Montenegro draw was a very handy result, very mm. handy indeed. But England haven't beaten any of the the decent sides in the group. They've only beaten San Marino twice, Moldova twice. They drew with Poland, Montenegro, and Ukraine. So, mm. but I think. Perhaps we would take a point away to Ukraine, but but we shall see. Anyway, it remains very, well, got, very tight. I mean, the thing is, that after this game, England have got games at home to Poland and Montenegro. Montenegro and Poland, but yeah. Ukraine have got Poland at home, which you'd fancy them because yeah. I think they, they they beat Poland three one. I think it was in Poland, and then they've got San Marino. Mm-hmm. No, so they've beaten San Marino. They paid them. Yeah, they've got them again. Oh, they okay. So, right. that, so, that, so if, if Ukraine win. Then surely they'll top the group. Straight away, I'm thinking goal difference. <laughs> well, no, if you, I think if Ukraine beat, this is why it's. So crucial that England do not lose the game for obvious reasons. Mm. Um, That's but, what I'd probably um, tackle if I had another go at the opening question. Yeah. Friday night kickoffs. Oh, in the oh, yeah. for international football. That's not, not that. right. I'm not having that. No, it's not right. Traditionally, Friday night. I mean, you've got that occasional Championship or League One game. Yeah, you see, like a like a lower, lower division one where all yeah. everybody would want a big fight. Did, did everyone you? would always have a fight. Well, they changed Sky. it, didn't they? It's, it's Tuesday and Friday internationals. It used to be Wednesday and Saturday. Did you prefer that, Pete? I preferred Tuesday and Saturday. It's the right place for football. I like. Right yeah, time. I agree with. But Pete. Wednesday and Wednesday Saturday. Wednesday and Saturday's fine. But can I just say, Friday night? I mean, I'm a man who likes football, obviously. But Friday <clears> night, <throat> to have one night guaranteed off on football a week would be a good thing. I think. Mm. Just, yeah. just, just jack in Fridays, and everyone's just get. Hammond instead. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. It's a new Saturday. <laughs> Carl Walker would agree with you. He would. Um, mm. Or would he? Uh, let's go to let's Group get A. Ballooned. Let's get <laughs> to gas ourselves. <laughs> Easy. Uh, let's go to Group A where Scotland lost at home to Belgium. They can't qualify for the World can Cup. You, can you please um, use their full name, Belgium, as Gordon Strachan was saying leading up to the game? Oh. Uh, one of the world's best sides, Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> he kept saying that over and over again before the game. Had he conceded? Before the game, do you think? Yeah, he probably he probably did, yeah. Um, well, Scotland are in a, in a bad way. They're bottom of the group, but they have to finish um, higher than that. Otherwise, as we've seen before, the next time um, the qualification comes around for the Euros, their, their, their stock will be low and they'll be in a, in, a, in a lower pot. And that makes it just so much more difficult. I mean, they're, just, they're swimming upstream as it is. It's, it's, yeah. you know, it's been a long time since They're going to be in like, the same position as Carl Walker, dealing with bad pot. Yeah. <laughs> um, indeed. I mean, they can finish third, but... I mean, I mean, Wales and Macedonia and Serbia will also be gunning for that third um, Well, Scotland position. can't finish there because they cannot win. <laughs> One of the best sides in the world, Macedonia. Yeah. yeah. Well, Belgium, though, let's talk about them for a bit. They, they're magnificent. They're romping through the group. They're nearly there. And I think they're fifth favourites for the World Cup. It would be astonishing, wouldn't it, though? It's, it's within the realms of possibility that they could put in a good show. And, and considering, if you if you look at their uh, recent tournament history, mm. it's like they've come from nowhere. Of course they haven't, because we've seen their players um, progress through. They're not the most overrated, underrated side around. <laughs> yeah, Everyone's talking about them as being underrated, aren't they? To yeah. the point of when they're actually now quite a bit overrated. Oh, no, I'm, not, I'm not underrating them at all. I'm just saying, if you look at their... If you were to look 
back, if they do something at this World Cup, if you look back through the history books, it would look like, hang on, where the hell did that Yeah, because the last time they qualified would have been World Cup 90, would it? No, no, no. I think, were they, 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 they in 2002? Oh, they're 2002, sorry, okay. 2002? I can't remember now, but they were definitely in 90. 94, were they there? Albert played, didn't he? Yeah, I think, yeah, they, of course yeah, they did, yeah. Right. Of course they did. But it's, it's interesting, though, that, you know, this hype around Belgium has been going for a few years now, mm. but the players have stepped up to it, you know, yes. not let it, you know, affect them, and they are actually just living up to it, which Unlike is nice their neighbours, Holland. They're in 1994, 98 and 2002, according to my sources. There you go, you see. So, but, I mean, you know what I'm saying about the underrated, overrated thing, because they've yep. got so many good players. Mm-hmm. I've had, read a couple of people from actually from Belgium saying, oh, you know, we've got a lot of good players, but we're not really a proper unit yet. I mean, obviously, they're qualifying very strongly, aren't they? Mm-hmm. But, you know... Qualifying means nothing. Exactly. You've got, actually got to go tournament. to Brazil and perform. Absolutely. Yeah? And of course. But they do have a chance to do something in, in next summer. Mm. Uh, I think they'll, they'll just be everyone's second favourite team behind their own, won't they? Yeah. Well, not necessarily, but we'll come to that in a minute, Jim. Um, uh, Wales drew. Uh, sorry, they lost two one. They lost two one away to Macedonia. Uh, Chris Coleman wasn't with the team initially when they flew out after he lost his passport. Chris, Chris, <laughs> Chris. that time when he was late for uh, training when he was managing in Spain because his washing machine was broken. No, it wasn't. Was that was a lie, wasn't it? <laughs> he was on yeah. the piss, wasn't he? Yeah, at some student club. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And he also turned up to Sky Sports to do some punditry uh, and didn't have a suit, and he had to borrow uh, one of the Sky Sports news readers, who I forget, who was a much broader chap than him, and so he looked like a little school kid. <laughs> How in, has he got a job? <laughs> That's unbelievable, Incredible. isn't it? <laughs> what I loved, what I absolutely loved, right, <laughs> is, is if the manager's not there initially for when you go out, you'd think that's that's, that's pretty piss poor. You, yeah. know, you need your main man there. Actually, Wales captain Ashley Williams, most people didn't realise anything was wrong until we were on the plane. <laughs> He's a present. He is a present. <laughs> I don't think it is too much of a big deal, and I'm sure it won't be a disruption. Who's that tall That's guy? That's the manager. Where's, where's yeah. that tall guy? Yeah. 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 Oh, don't worry about it. We'll, get, we'll crack on. <laughs> well, he's always chewing gum. You're right. How has he got a job? Yeah. If his own captain's going, is the boss not here? Ah, don't worry, we'll just yeah. keep running round. Which one's he again? <laughs> Come on, boys. <laughs> round the pitch, couple we'll of times. We'll just make a side. scarecrow. <laughs> Stick it in the corner. <laughs> oh, dear. But, uh, but, yeah, Belgium looking good in that group. Group C, Ireland lost 2-1 to Sweden. A crucial one, the Irish lost there. Talk of, uh, talk of um, if they don't win in Austria, again, mm. I think that's tomorrow night, talk of Trapattoni losing his job, getting the old mm. Spanish archer. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, Robbie Keane scored his 60th international goal. That's excellent, isn't that? That is fantastic. Well, he does get a lot of stick, doesn't he? Especially on this show. But that's an amazing record. It's superb. Yeah. More than any England player. By far, by far. And, and I think um, Ireland are still in a position where they can qualify. Mm. They just need to obviously na- ne- negotiate well, a couple of tricky fixtures, but they can still qualify. Who have they got I mean, coming up? They've, well, they've got Austria away, is, is a crucial one, but... Uh, um, the, I mean, Germany will win that group, of course. Yep. They can. They've, Sweden have, have really pulled that one. Well, not pulled it out of the bag. They've really got a great three points there away to Ireland, and Sweden are in pole position. Well, yeah, now and for, Ireland's for problem is after they after they play off Austria, they they play Kazakhstan at home, which mm-hmm. is a reasonable bit. But then they're away to Germany, so exactly. And but then Germany may have already qualified, so you never know. You never know. Yeah, I can't see Germany just rolling over though, especially what they always do. That, <laughs> <laughs> well, Germany beat Austria three <laughs> nil at local derby there, and thirty five year old Miroslav Klose got the opener, equaling uh, Gerd Müller's uh, goal scoring record for Germany with sixty eight goals, more than any Irish player. <laughs> yeah, he's going to. Um, he's probably going to beat Ronaldo's World Cup record next year, isn't he? As well, as as much as I obviously rate Closer as we all do, he's a fantastic player. Blah 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 blah. I do like how Ronaldo's got that record. Yeah, I wonder if Closer will uh, will actually get many minutes in Brazil. Maybe he won't. Well, um, still, um, Yogi Love has said. Yogi <clears throat> Love has actually said um, that if he stays fit, he will be leading the line for them next right. next thing. And um, Stefan Keisler, who's scored loads of goals, I think that's how you pronounce his name, Keisler or Keisler, yeah, who's right. scored loads of goals in the Bundesliga, <clears> has got so annoyed that he's now saying, well, I'm not playing for Germany anymore. And <laughs> Joe, and, wait. Yeah, Yogi Love saying, well, uh, I've not picked you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, things will yeah. still remain the same. Yeah. 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 I've made Roy that Hodson's, decision for you. Yeah. Roy Hodgson's going, have you got, have you ever been to England? <laughs> 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 it's the international football equivalent of going up to your boss and going, you can't fire me because I quit. Well, no, I've fired you. Um, yeah, so uh, Group D, uh, Estonia. Oh, before you move on to that, yeah, I was yeah. on that closer top scoring record thing yeah, in the yeah. World Cup. I was going to say that Ronaldo's got 15 in World Cups and um, and Closer's currently on 14. Yeah. Um, but the next nearest active player mm. um, in terms of goal scored in the World Cup finals is Davivia with eight. Wow. So it's actually quite a big 
put a bit and Veer's coming towards the end of his international career anyway now you would have thought eight goals at World Cup finals yeah yeah hang on a minute Gary Lineker scored no ten. active players oh sorry active players what sorry, I'm trying to look for is players that may take that record in the future I, I did, the reason why I'm going to um, apologise is because I'm sorry and also I was looking at um, a little story that I'd br- brushed over so Go I wasn't on. paying full attention there well it's not acceptable yeah it is really isn't professionalism. it professionalism <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah so uh, just before we, we leave group C um, we have to say that Germany physio Klaus Eder he ran onto the Pitch to tend to Marcel Smelcher, and he and he slipped, breaking his finger and tearing a muscle in his leg. Then immediately treat himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't picture a German man doing something that clumsy. <laughs> a German physio <laughs> too inefficient. I know, yeah. poor chap, poor chap. Are we ready to go to Group D? Yeah, come with us, listeners. Where Estonia nearly got all three points against the Netherlands. Uh, the Eastern Europeans uh, started the game quite badly, going one nil down at Robin scoring after two minutes, and you just thought, well, here we go. Mm. Uh, Holland uh, have had a hundred percent record in the group and then uh, Estonia the equaliser was, was a, a great beauty. one the, one of the be- o- only second to Cristiano Ronaldo's wonderful nutmeg in the Northern Ireland game against uh, who I forget yeah but I mean the quality of the opposition relatively but the nutmeg I can't, I can't remember which Dutch defender it was it was glorious and then a 25 yarder smashed into the bottom corner Yeah, and then and then the second was superb as well a lovely little chip over the top left foot control away from the defender and a right foot flick over the keeper and Estonia were absolutely loving it and it was only a 93rd <laughs> minute penalty which wasn't a pen it's a very soft one yeah. to give in the 93rd minute as yeah. a very soft penalty well, kick Robin Van Persie um, reminded us of uh, that s- slight arrogance that he has in his persona uh, which he used to have when he was was, was younger when he, mm. sc- he put the penalty away and was like giving it just a, just for a second or two a bit of the big <laughs> one to the crowd and I'm thinking Mate, that crowd have had a great day. It yeah. doesn't matter, even if you've done that. Yeah, you've soured yeah. it slightly, yeah. but you've just rescued a point there. You shouldn't really be... <laughs> I don't think that was a penalty, either. No, I don't think so. I mean, so. some yeah. listeners may disagree, but I mean, the defend- it's a great flick over the top from Dirk Cow. Mm. And if you haven't seen it, Van Persie ran through, and the defender came round the side and took the ball. And obviously the referee's a judge that he's gone through the player, but I thought that was a soft one. Yeah. To give that in, in what is a... You know, reasonably important game. It's a yeah. competitive game. It's the third minute of a, of a scheduled five or six minutes of injury Something time. Like mm. It's a big decision. Now. It is a huge decision, and it was so um, unlucky for Estonia. I mean, Estonia aren't terrible. Don't get me wrong, but Holland, as I say, a hundred percent record. Mm. I mean, it's, it's un- and the reason it's, it's slightly, an anomaly, slightly more important than that in terms of the penalty is okay. Estonia probably well, they can't qualify now. I don't think mm. they've got a very small chance of qualifying. But, but as had, we said with had Scotland, they, had they won that game? Yeah. Yeah, they'll have won nine points and not seven. Well, as we said with Scotland, it's important for these um, so to get themselves up the pot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's the sort of performance that Holland usually reserve for the actual finals of a competition, isn't it? Like, <laughs> How could they manage to do that? Well, maybe that's what um, Van Hal said. He was like, right, we've qualified, this is Brazil. And he's thinking, ah, maybe we can. And then when we get, they get to the Brazilians, like, Brazil, he's like, right, we're in qualification again and they'll, they'll become good. On the same night, Andorra, in that group, Andorra lost uh, away it would take a lot Turkey. of Turkey. Yeah. Um, any. Any sort of recover to share a news on that front? Was he around? Or? Was you Andorra? Andorra? Is yeah. it? <laughs> he travel no, with the team. He will not leave Andorra, <laughs> yeah, despite can't. it being a tiny nation. Yeah, he won't no. do. No. There's, there's no danger of that. I don't. I don't know if he's there or not. We'll have to. We'll have to find out somehow. Hmm. Um, in Group E, first place Switzerland drew four all at home with Iceland. They were four one up. <laughs> That's dreadful. It was a it? wonderful comeback from Iceland. Their their young player, um, the number seven. Oh, uh, Gunnonson or something. Yeah. His name was. Forgive me for. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, Gunnonson. Sure, it'll be that. Good yeah. on your son. <laughs> Good on your son. Uh, scored a hat trick. A brilliant hat trick. But like, that was another outrageous result as well. You couldn't have seen that coming. I mean, Switzerland are the top of the group. They're bossing that group, aren't they? Yeah. Yes, that um, was. A, a, I think. I, I think I'm right to say a bit of Icelandic trivia. Yeah. And, then, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think that Iceland was colonised. Because a load of Danish second-born sons mm. were fed up with the first-born son getting all the inheritance, <laughs> so they all banded together and sailed to Iceland and colonised it. Is that right? Is that I right? think that might be true, listeners. If it's not true, please direct your tweets <laughs> to any of the other boys here. Yeah. You, you do look like an Icelandic historian. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. And I reiterate again that I think uh, Iceland. It's inc- interesting you've taken that as a compliment. Well, that's, well, that's right. It being a Viking. It, well, it's... <laughs> It's one or the other, isn't it? It's not necessarily good, it's just what it is. You look like a man who lives in an outpost and doesn't see people. Yeah. yeah. That's why you dress the way you do. He's not allowed to see people. That's the ambition. <laughs> um, I was actually called by a Norwegian the other day, Leif Eriksson, which I looked up, and um, Leif Eriksson was one of the Viking conquerors of Scotland. One of the uh, first. Uh, is that an Interpol song? <laughs> I think it is, yeah. Mm. Might be, yeah. Anyway, just before Jim interrupted me, I'd say, uh, I, I still think that Iceland are the most overachieving nation in football. There's probably a stat around that, isn't yeah. there, because of the population and that sort of stuff. Mm. But you say overachieving, they don't actually achieve anything, do they? Well, they do. 
What? Well, they oh, don't finish. They, they do don't. They don't finish bottom. They get a point away to Switzerland. <laughs> but that's not really of okay. itself overachieving. Well, we're is talking it? about achieving getting up the pots. We're, we're a very small island. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, the Iceland's only got a population, population of about three hundred fifty-four. It's all about the pots. <laughs> get up those pots. <laughs> we'll come to uh, Ghana in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. Group F: Northern Ireland were were sunk by Portugal four-two in in Northern Ireland. Cristiano Ronaldo with a hat trick. The the Northern Irish did lead two-one after Postiga was sent off, but uh, they went down to ten men themselves, and Ronaldo took over. There were three men sent off in that game uh, in total, weren't there? Yeah, that's yeah. right. There. Graffiti was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was. Graffiti <laughs> was sent off towards the end as well. Standard. Um, I, I'm pretty sure that the home fans. I love this. They, you know, two on up, and they were thinking, "Hang on a minute, you know, Portugal down to ten men, and they were doing okay." But then, as I say, Ronaldo just um, started to boss the show. I'm pretty sure the home faithful were chanting "Messi, Messi." <laughs> it's the only thing they've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they deployed it. I think I think um, Cristiano Ronaldo was talking of not taking any part in the game due to some potential niggling injury or something, right. which I think would have been a bit of a blow when they turned up and he was actually playing, <laughs> especially if you're a Northern Irish player, because you'd be like, oh, "For God's sake!" Yeah. Um, well. Unless Israel pull off a shock this week, it'll be between Russia and Portugal for top spots. Mm. Um, African World Cup qualifying. Let's leave Europe and, and go there. I, an incredible result happened. Um, Tunisia were beaten 2-0 at home by Pete Donaldson's Cape Verde. My boys. Yes. They're doing brilliantly. They are doing fantastically now, you well. you want to talk about one that, a place that is really small and also has very few people living on it. Well, let me, is definitely one of it. let me back that up, Pete. Um, the population of the island is just under half a million. If they qualify for the World Cup, they will become the smallest country ever to complete a World Cup finals. A compete, rather. Yeah, have they not gone... They've, they've got... They've got some amazing journey where they've essentially gone from like 130th in the world and they're about 35th now. Is that right? Yeah. Well, well that's the story behind this. Well, Why has this happened? Well, about 10 years ago, they were, they, were, they were dreadful. They didn't even bother with international competition because their performances and results were so bad. Mm. Um, I think they've um, pulled a few players in who have probably grown up in European countries. We've talked about players in the past who would have been eligible, but they lost. Like, Nani's eligible, mm, I think. Exactly, and Henrik yeah. Larson was as well, I think. Right. right. So, so I think that's what they've, they've set about it's doing. Probably, it's probably because Portugal's so good at the moment that they don't really need to kind of <laughs> c- claim for Portugal. Mm. Well, they, well, they um, they finished top of their group because obviously in in Africa the, all the, the the little groups of four, mm. the top one go through to the playoffs. But they look, <laughs> I think they're going to be seeded in the playoff, which is which is crucial. And they've got a Barcelona style kit as well, so maybe they got that over mm. the last sort of ten years. The World Cup <laughs> needs this team. Their manager's a part-time air traffic controller. <laughs> <laughs> he spent a f- he, he had a little few weeks work experience with Jose Mourinho and co at Real Madrid last That's year. Incredible. Incredible. How have they pulled that? I off? don't know. What phone call do you have to make to get that? I think, can we do that? Yeah. <laughs> Air traffic controller. Well, there's, I mean, there's talks. I mean, because you get uh, obviously, was it four teams that qualify from Africa? Is it because they go to? No, it's five. Is it five? But I thought they go into. Or do they go into ten teams? Then there's they ten play teams, off. and I and I shall tell you which teams are. So there's Cape Verde, Cameroon, Nigeria, Burkina Faso, Algeria, Egypt, Ethiopia, Ghana, Ivory Coast, and Senegal. So Ethiopia, Burkina Faso, and Cape Verde wouldn't have qualified in the past. So you could have three of those five could be new teams. That's right. That'd yeah. be great. That'd be brilliant. It really would be. Oh, I, I oh, imagine there's a very different story at the air traffic control of Boavista Airport. I imagine. Go. Yeah. We've lost out one of our best air traffic controllers <laughs> yeah. to the World Cup. You don't you know, know what? There can't, be that, there can't be that many of them. <laughs> what if he can't go? <laughs> but he just can be dangerous if he goes. Off. But the, being a football coach and being an air traffic controller skills aren't immediately transferable. So just because he's good at as a coach, <laughs> he might not be a very good. Might be pleased. Fair, yeah. yeah, he might be like, get off. Get I'd, off. Li- I'd like to think if he was if he was air traffic controller, he was daydreaming. Channels, stick it in the channels. What? It's all about timing. It's all about when you arrive, when yeah. you don't arrive. Strict instructions. Yeah. 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 Strict instructions. Keeping calm under pressure. Yeah. That's right. It's all there. Perfect, if anything. I'll tell you what. Some would argue that sort of Big Sam's football would make him perfectly suited to be an air traffic controller. Big Sam. Yeah. Or competitive eater. <laughs> Um, but Cape Verde, ladies and gentlemen, get behind them. Yeah. And uh, linking it all the way back, they would be everybody's second team, Jim, if ah, they qualified yeah. there we go. for the World Indeed. Cup. You see, there's a method to this nonsense. Um, it's always good if you're doing a callback to point out that you are doing a callback. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, lessons in comedy with Marcus so, Speller. Seriously, Jim, no, no, all joking aside, like, a lot of our listeners aren't the brightest, so probably <laughs> for the best thing. Says Luke Moore, yeah. and only Luke Moore. Uh, <laughs> South Do Amer- get in touch on Twitter with him. <laughs> South American World Cup qualifying, here we come. Uh, Argentina and Colombia are nearly there. Uh, they can qualify this week if they take care of business in their respective matches. Um, the Colombian Birdman, he'll be flying there next year in Brazil, surely. Surely, Pete Donaldson. Mm. Not that long a trip. No, exactly. Well, exactly. Compared to Ukraine. Colum- Not Ukraine, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello, yeah. Donaldson. What are you doing here, Birdman? <laughs> I don't right. know, I've got my wife crossed. <laughs> <laughs> 
where, where am I going to supposed to be? <laughs> Shit. Excellent. Um, yeah, yeah, we like that. Columbia we? are flying, aren't they? I mean, their stock yeah. has, has hardly been higher, apart from sort of pre-94. But even then, I don't think they were ranked as highly in the world as they are now. Well, thanks mm. to the millions of uh, people who tweeted us a picture of Carlos Valderrama with pink hair. Yeah, yeah. well, that's it, isn't it? P-bay. It nearly broke Twitter. I tell you who's having a bit of a terrible time of it. We may have touched on this over the last couple of weeks, but I can't remember. The Uruguayans. Yeah, they're not doing too well. I mean, they're still in there. You have to remember that it's the it's the top four, I think, it automatically qualified. And then qualified. the fifth have a playoff. That's right. So yeah, you, their so 21s look better than their actual. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, they're doing better. Well, then. you've got you've got Argentina, and Colombia. Looks like they're going to go through. Probably Chile, and then I think I it's, think Chile are through. No, no, no. I don't. No, none of them are through. Oh, okay. But they're up there, aren't they? Yeah, they are up there. Uh, and then I think Ecuador. Ecuador yeah. Um, and then uh, I would imagine Uruguay probably get that that fifth spot. But yeah, they're three points ahead of Venezuela with a yeah. game in hand, so you'd fancy them. But I mean, yeah. they're not. They've not been the most convincing of of, of teams during no, this campaign, has right. right. Neither of Mexico actually. They're, they're sort of struggling a little bit. Yeah, Mexico are looking like they're going to have to get get involved with a playoff as well. They're behind. I tell you who are flying that group in Central America: Costa Rica. Yeah. Well, Honduras beat Mexico in, in Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. It's a fabulous result. The um, the Central American qualifying is Costa Rica on 14 points, United States on 13, Honduras on 10, and Mexico way down on 8. It was 8 points, only just above Panama. Still in a post-Sven hangover. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> Still really. It's very so hard many. to I'm put a... yourself back together emotionally <laughs> post-Sven. <laughs> so many of us have suffered, Jim, <laughs> and are still suffering. You've got to accept you'll never hit those heights again <laughs> and, <laughs> and manage yourself from then on. Am I right in saying it would be a weird World Cup not to have Mexico in there? It they, might be there. they might be there. No, I, th- I, I think they'll be okay. Can I just say on that Sven topic, Please. today's evening standard headline, mm. um, I owe it all to Sven, says Lampard. Talk, talking about his 100th cap coming up, he said he owes it all to Sven. Yeah, Sven was the one who brought him in. Sven again. Off the street. He wasn't actually talking about his emotional and uh, football career. He was, you know, he was talking about money, physical, <laughs> actual money. <laughs> I, I owe it all to Sven. He'd have a big suitcase full of cash. And somehow I owe him a million pounds. <laughs> I am a bad gambler and he's a convincing man. Oh dear. Well, let's go back to South America because the big news coming from that continent is that... Romario and Diego Maradona have linked up to have a go at Comnibal, the South American wow. Football Confederation, demanding transparency. That Isn't that a wonderful? Lockdown. Isn't that a wonderful thing, ladies and gentlemen, that that's mm. happened? Yeah, the two slightly chubby men of but they, the nineties. But have they actually properly linked up, or have they just both said it at the same time? No, no, no they, they planned have. it. Romario and Diego, along with twenty South American football clubs and a group of Uruguayan lawyers. Um, have got together to demand a change uh, to the way football is run in South America. <laughs> wow. That's fantastic, isn't it? Mm. Um, uh, um, That's a bad day at the office if you work for Commonwealth <laughs> uh, and you've got that <laughs> shit storm about to come. Is <laughs> it the smell of onions? Oh, God, he's here. <laughs> <laughs> Who's oh, that with? Oh, God, it's Romario <laughs> as well. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love it. Um, uh, Romario, because uh, 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 Maradona said that we have seen with um, astonishment and great sadness that football is just for a few. It doesn't belong to the clubs, the supporters, or the players. So we're going to form a commission to unmask these people who do so much harm to the game. And Romario um, said Comnibal were worse than the Brazilian Football Confederation, who he regularly slags off. Yeah, he hates them. Yeah. So yeah. he said the situation is really much worse than we imagined. What has been presented here is one of the biggest disgraces that I have seen. With this commission that we are going to form, we are going to see what has happened to all this money. I think a commission put together by Diego Maradona Romario will definitely be taken seriously. <laughs> yeah. I love as well that he doesn't say this is one of the biggest disgraces I've seen in football. It's one of the biggest disgraces that I have seen. Yeah. Yeah. And this is Romario. Yeah. Yeah. This man will have seen some disgraceful things because <laughs> yeah. he'd have been doing them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in his eyes, that's not a disgrace. Diego Maradona having a pop at the organisation. Mm. When he was manager of the Argentinian national team, he spent half the time in bed. <laughs> What I like about it, wasn't there a new story this week that he, um, he insisted on keeping a disco open oh, yeah, until dawn? Right. Yeah, no it, a, well, no, it was a bowling alley, wasn't no, it? No, 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 it, was no. A, it was a bowling alley, wasn't was it? it? I thought yeah. it was a nightclub. I saw, I saw the photo of that, and, and the caption of the photo, which I saw before hmm. the photo itself, was um, Diego Maradona with revelers in some nightclub. The picture hmm. was Diego Maradona hmm. surrounded by people balancing a cocktail <laughs> on his forehead yeah. at like six in the morning. Yeah, didn't, him, he, didn't he threaten to sue them? No, he, he threatened to mad close the club down. He threatened to get his rather the testy friends involved. Um, Isn't he like friends with the Chancellor of the Exchequer? I, on I, I also oh. think, you know, you know, he's, how old is he? 51? 52. 52, yeah. and he's staying up till dawn. How's he done that then? Yeah. Come, yeah, on, now. Yeah. Come on now. Nice mm. little bowling, eh? But no, because I, he gets, up, he gets out of bed at about five in the evening, Pete. That's <laughs> I, like, just... <laughs> I like the idea of him balancing a cocktail on his head and the journalist saying, have you got any comment regarding Combable? They're a joke. 
They're an embarrassment. Maybe that was a satirical kind of bit oh. of, bit of a, a play. Yeah. Sort of like, it's a balancing act being uh, the head of a football team, <laughs> I've got Margarita in the eye. <laughs> now, don't anyone take this out of context. Yeah. <laughs> Another tequila suicide, anyone? <laughs> now watch us drive. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, former Common Ball president Nicolas Lios, he quit his post as president last April, citing ill health at the age of 84. So he was replaced uh, by Eugenio um, Figueiredo, the vice president. Um, who's eight, 81. Why are all Spring these people chicken. in charge of football? Old bastards. Spring chicken. Well, you, I don't know. If you're involved in football, you finish your career at... No, of, none, no. Of these, none of these... Well, I don't know who they are, but I'm willing to bet. A lot of experience. Yeah? Mm. Avalanche, get him back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Greg, Greg Dyke, uh, what, you know, what position has he got in our for growing up? Leave Dyke out of it. Yeah. Don't like him. All right. He's not in his 80s. No. He's living in the 80s, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, back in clubland, and that's nothing to do with Maradona, uh, in club football, West Ham made good use of the international weekend by winning the City of Barcelona Cup. Have they made this up? I think so, yeah. It was a friendly against Esta- Espanyol, apparently. But Vic Sam was there with a massive trophy. Presented, assume, presumably, by Trevor Brooking or something, I don't know. But, um, yeah, he got his first trophy of the season, Big Sam. Is that the first thing they won since they won the World Cup? Uh, yeah, I, I think, think they've won. Brilliant. No, they won the um, the FA Cup in the 80s, didn't they? Trevor Brooking scored with a head. With a head, with his head. And they have won the playoffs. It's cool with someone as well. <laughs> that City of Barcelona Cup is full of gravy right now. Oh, they, won, they won the FA Cup <laughs> in 1980, Jim. Yeah, you're right. Pulling these facts and figures out of the air is Lukey Moore. What's the Wi-Fi password again, Sorry, It's so ridiculous. You know what it is. I can't even remember. What about this one? A Liverpool fan recently got a new tattoo. Now, football fans have often in the past been silly when getting tattoos, but perhaps this chap takes the biscuit. <laughs> he got new Liverpool defender, Colo Torre's name, uh, tattooed on his foot. That's weird enough. That, yeah, that is odd. That is, that is very strange. Not even a club legend. Just no, the next. Only enough. just signed. He's played three yeah. or four games, but obviously he's on the red, white, and uh, cop forum. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's made an impression on this on this on this young chap quite clearly. But he got the spelling wrong, so he's now um, he didn't. The tattoo artist did. Didn't well, he? the tattoo artist did. His his foot now says uh, Colo Toro. You could change Forever it. tattooed you on his could right foot. You change that to an E. Could you? Yeah. I'd have a good go at that. Well, Toro, Pete, Pete, you're the king of shit tattoos. So yeah, what exactly. Do you do? <laughs> I'd yeah. have a go. Toro, I mean, if anyone knows this guy. Pete is willing to have a go at changing it to an E, yeah. so let's see yeah. if we can get in touch. Just maybe, when you thought maybe the tattoo situation couldn't get anywhere. <laughs> I'll have a crack. Donaldson's involved. Well, Torres tweet the fans saying he might change his name. Don't do that, Torres. It's not your problem, mate. <laughs> yeah. He's helping don't, out. Don't encourage an unhealthy obsession. Hmm. <laughs> um, what about League One? There was a game, and Coventry City won it, and they're off the bottom. Hey. They're on to one point. They're going to slag off their fans again, mate. Oh, yeah. Tell them, tell them to get down to Coventry City, even though they've had their heart ripped out of them. How's that slagging them off? Yeah, go and see how the cops. Of your uh, the thing you love the most. How's that slagging them off? Uh, yeah. Just saying. Don't stir. You upset, see, oh, upset don't a lot of people stir. last week. It's easy when you don't support a club. I'm galvanising them. I, saw, I actually I saw there, Coventry was, City, there was more than one game that. in League One actually because I saw MK Dons versus Swindon, which was a ruddy excellent game. Oh, there was a sending off. There was a sending off, and should were, it have been a sending off? Because um, you didn't seem to think so. It was harsh. It was harsh. It was over the top, but it was you know probably a bit harsh. But the, I wanted to accentuate the positives of May Marcus, and that was that. Um, <laughs> There are a good few young players on loan from Premier League clubs playing. Mm. Um, Patrick Bamford from Chelsea, he scored a lovely one for mm. MK Dons. But Alex Pritchard, he's a player that we talked about a yeah. bit on the show before, uh, sort of young Spurs player, he's on loan at Swindon. He scored an, a world-class free kick. He did. Yeah, it was really he good. He did. Um, and they, yeah, they drew one away. And MK Dons should have won it, actually, but um, uh, the linesman erroneously ruled a goal out for offside, which wasn't even close to being offside. Yeah, it wasn't, was it? No. Damn it. Game. How did Pompey get Good on? game. Uh, Pompey uh, conceded the last-minute equaliser. So, to go along with the week before, when they conceded two goals in the last three minutes. So, Heads on. Yeah. Fan-owned, though. Fan-owned. Yeah. So, it's all right, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be right Can't back up there. Can't wait for us to be fan-owned in the, in the, in the, in the Juice and Wessex Premier League or something. <laughs> Um, That's not me seriously moaning about it. Let's lighten the mood, eh? Because this week, um, on Wednesday, the oh, 11th Pete, of September... Oh, yourself in here, <laughs> I'm already applauding Montefield. Yeah. It's Steve Harper's Newcastle United testimonial featuring, and brace yourselves, your beauties, Alan Shearer, David Ginola, Festino Asprey, Joey Barton, Rob Lee, Peter Beersy, Les Ferdinand, Real Fox, Keith Gillespie, Lee Bowyer, Pavel Cernicek, Steve Watson, Lee Clark, and many more. I've, uh, you know, I can see, you know, Shea Gibbons playing, Pavel Sanchez playing. Will he get his game? That's the question. Isn't that it? is the trouble. Yeah. 
That is the trouble. Never mind. But the, but <laughs> he won't get a game. It would be so appropriate if he was on the yeah. bench because I'm testimony. Yeah. Would be. <laughs> Bless him. But more incredibly than that, ladies and gentlemen, is the team that they're playing is um, a team of former Milan players of ridiculous proportions. Paolo Maldini, Christian Vieri, Franco Baresi, <laughs> Ibrahim Barr, um, Zvonimir Boban, Alessandro Costacurta, Gianluigi Lentini, Mark Verbomont and Daniele Massaro. Incredible. A- again, Who there's did more. Who have to get off with to do that? That to get is to pull just... That? Steve Harper we're think, talking um, about. That's sensational. Do you think Christian Basilius is still looking at his phone? <laughs> <laughs> I'm around. I've got nothing on. Well, I'll tell, tell you what. I'll tell you what. Uh, there's another name to uh, add to that. Go on. The uh, current Sunderland manager is playing for AC Milan. <laughs> That'd be fun. Really? really? Yeah, that's true. Wow. Oh, fabulous. Wow. Oh, he's in the area. Might as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> former player for Milan. So how has Steve Harper got that sorted? Do you know? I don't know. Is it to, is it to do with uh, this is Milan's... Clearly, um... This is clearly joking here. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. picking the phone up and get Contact. anybody. Yeah. Get Contact. anybody. <laughs> Judge me on my signings. <laughs> the players he has signed for that particular game, you've got to hand it to him. Yeah, really. he's if, done well. If that well. was the, the reason why he was in, you would forgive him, I think. <laughs> would you? Could you? 40,000 tickets sold, apparently. Right. Wow! I'm looking, I'm looking at these players here, the Milan players, and I, I think I can pick three who would genuinely improve Newcastle. Even <laughs> <now>. <laughs> right. Boban would, Costa Curta would, Maldini would. We need to finish out. Christian Vieri would. Les Ferdinand. Oh, Van Bommel's only just retired. Yeah, he certainly would. Oh yeah, yeah. Van Bommel definitely. Um, Van Bommel would basically improve Newcastle, and he could still do this. What about fifty-three year old? Just by giving Kabaye a kick. Fifty-three year old Franco Brazi. I'll take him. Yeah. I'll take him still. I don't, I, Ibrahim Barr. I bet he's got a little bit of pace left. I, I love that you say you'd take him still and judge that on how he used to be. Yeah, <laughs> unless you've been like I don't know playing well, five sided than recently. To be fair, given the given the evidence, Jim. Franco Brazier, he's fifty three now. Mm. I mean, he famously played at the very top level. I think mm. till his early forties. If if that he went, that old, if he went, oh okay. okay. I mean, Ma, okay, Maldini did. Mm. So these players played quite late in their careers. What I'm saying, if Brazier played down like some sort of Saturday game now in England, yeah. he would he wouldn't be that bad. No, no. <laughs> oh, of course he wouldn't. Yeah. Clean, very clean shorts. Yeah. Oh, very clean shorts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, and, and let's finish on a silly one uh, before Pete's game. The president of Bulgarian third-tier outfit, Schumann Football Club, Georgiev, Georgiev, uh, Georgiev, Georgiev sorry, was rather intimidated by his side's opponents in the Bulgarian Cup. They were drawn away to Burgas, who finished sixth in the top flight last season, and uh, Georgiev has withdrawn his team from the Cup, saying, it's too hard. <laughs> we refuse to participate. I don't want to cause my boys mental trauma. I oh, love wow. that. <laughs> You know when they do the FA Cup draw live? Imagine, right? Imagine if like a League Two team or, or an Amish yeah. team got drawn against Man United away. Instead of doing that cheering thing, they just yeah. go, nope. No, no. <laughs> we're not <laughs> doing it. We're, we're not, we don't have much of a competitive spirit. No, we're not doing this. Can you imagine being Too the old. players? Oh, yeah, we get. What? No, what do you mean we can't play? Oh, thanks. Chance to put yourself in the shop with? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> How to embarrass you? They're pulling the balls out of the bag. Like, Put it back. <laughs> yeah. Put it back. I'm loving this. Yeah. We want another team. Um, right then, let's go to Pete's game. Yes, uh, let's go to Pete's game indeed. Uh, today's game is uh, Chegas plays Pop Robson. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've not got one this season this so far, I don't think. Uh, no. What show are we on? The fifth show of the season? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All of these clues come uh, from none other than Tom Higgins, if they're incorrect. Blame that. Nice one, Tomo. Not only not doing his own work, but getting other people to take the blame if it's wrong. Not checking other people. Exactly, exactly. Good good lad. That's the ramble spirit. At least supervise it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm busy. Get your own names. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I began my career at Wigan and finished it at uh, P-A-O-K Thessaloniki. Hmm. Jesus. I mean, how old is this for? Because Wigan, we're right down there. Hang on. Doldrum. (laughs) Yeah. In addition to uh, Wigan and uh, the aff- aforementioned Thessaloniki, I played for uh, Stockport, Oldham, Portsmouth, Newcastle, Coventry, Plymouth, and Watford. Oh, stop! Is it John Beresford? No. He did just play for you, lot, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, my name is often mentioned in the same context as Ronaldo and Maradona. Ooh. Unfortunately, this is because the three of us tend to get included in the list of top ten fat footballers. <laughs> 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 Okay. <sighs> According to Wikipedia, my nicknames include Sumo, Hippophatamus, and Bob due Stop. to my alleged resemblance to former kids TV presenter Ancilla Black sidekick Bob Carroll G's. I'm, I'm sure it's not this, but it, John Parkin has to be put in here just to Stop. get it out of the way. <laughs> no. Like Bob Carroll G's? I've got nothing. Is it Lauren Robert? <laughs> it, what, he looks like Bob Carroll G's? I'm just trying to think of players that play for Portsmouth and Newcastle. <laughs> Um, Did he? Sp- was it Spurs in there as well? 
<clears throat> Was Spurs in there as well, Pete? Uh, I can confirm. Do you want me to confirm? No. Yeah. No, they weren't. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Um, Were you thinking John Scales? No, I wasn't. Me either, I played. I'll, I'll have a go with while, John Scales. While playing, for New- no. while playing for Newcastle, an opposition fan threw a pie at me during a chorus of Who Ate All the Pies? I responded by eating the pie. <laughs> There's a lot of just, he's a fat man. <laughs> <laughs> I once described myself as the Premier League's fastest player over a yard. Yeah, it would be um, Marshall, would it? Um, Ian Marshall? No. Uh, my fastest person- player over a yard? My, I can't, I've got, my I personal honours include appearing twice in the second division team of the year, 86, and eight, 86 to 87 and 89 to 90, being named Portsmouth Player of the Season Come on. in 1989. Come on! And winning the title of Mr Fit Club 2006 after losing four stone eight pounds on Dale Witten's Celebrity Fit Club. Oh. Oh my God. Stop, it's Mickey Quinn. It is Mickey Quinn. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> God, I should have got it before that. After my football career, I became a racehorse trainer. In 2001, my trainer's licence was suspended for 18 months for neglecting horses in my stable. He's uh, fat, uh, he's round, he's worth um, a million pounds. Mickey Quinn, <laughs> Mickey Quinn. Thank you for that, uh, sir. Indeed. Yeah, thanks, man. Well done, Lucals. Thanks. thanks, Tom Higgins. Well done, Higo. I should have got it way before that. But uh, let's like let's have some correspondence. Yeah. Are we going to email first? Uh, no, let's go, uh, let's go Twitter question first. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, question of the week this week was if England don't qualify for next year's World Cup mm-hmm. who will you be supporting and why mm. I just hope the referees have a good time and everyone gets off their backs says Kevin Anderson <laughs> very public spirited of you Kevin yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. and let's hope the ball doesn't get any stick for yeah. moving in the air yeah. it's a football of course <laughs> it moves in the air let's hope it's on a plinth mm. Uh, football, I'll be supporting football. That way I can't lose. <laughs> Failing that, probably Japan. I like the way they think. <laughs> that's, from, that's from Andy Malone. Uh, Dan Williams channels Clive Tilsley and says, probably the whole of Africa. <laughs> uh, nice. yeah, <laughs> Police machine, yeah. says Alan, Alan Simpson. <laughs> A lovely one. John Williams pipes up through the Facebook with the pot man. What, Ghana? Yes, yeah, yeah, the pot yeah, man, yeah. yeah. Uh, Lol, not everyone who follows you supports England, mate, says Ralphie. <laughs> I think that. Thanks for that, Ralphie. Yeah. Mm. Sounds fun. And I'll follow this up with uh, the Wizard of Urtzil via Twitter says the USA because I'm an American. All right, mate. <laughs> Don't appreciate your time. Maybe that question wasn't for you. Few, yeah. few digs here for Marcus. Loads of people suggesting perhaps uh, you could support Adidas, Marcus, for the World Cup. <laughs> I already do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, that's a dig. I- I'm all in. Yeah. You know? that's, that's about pretty much all I've got. Tango. Did we get, did we send some tango? A tango football with Adidas made. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> what more yeah. do you want? Clash of, clash of sponsors. <laughs> um, no, they're not sponsors. No. Uh, <laughs> it made me actually think, um, I'd love to see, like, I mm. mean, it could happen, a clash, maybe Ghana and Colombia in the same group and the Potman versus the Birdman. Oh. That, now you're talking, eh? He'd be in the pot. He'd be cooking him. It'd be brilliant. If it yeah. went for extra time, <laughs> they should have to both play. That'd be great, wouldn't it? That'd be a good rule. Yeah. <laughs> that would be magnificent. Who, who's your second team, Jim, if England don't get there? Uh, well, it would be either Cape Verde or Belgium, I would think. Yeah, fair enough. Petey? Definitely the CV. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They know when they're qualifying yet. You do realise that. They're no, no, they're two games away. Yeah. Play off away. I'll probably go, Bos- I'll probably go Bosnia. Would you? Yeah, I think so. I can't like the look of Bosnia, yeah. But they don't look as though they're going to go. They are the top of their group. Oh, of course they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we didn't mention Bosnia and Herzegovina. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. We've both been to Bosnia, haven't we? Briefly. Uh, no. No. That was. Uh, but I have then. That was Spain. In what world would you two get <laughs> to Bosnia together? Not together. Oh, okay, right. Okay, we, yeah, I've, I don't know what to say. Uh, Jim, quickly, an email. An email? Okay, yeah. Okay, right. Well, uh, we, we criticised Friend of the Ramble, Murray James, for not uh, doing anything last week. And he's. he's <laughs> my has he responded? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's go straight in. Hello. Sorry for not getting involved last week. Got caught up in work. This week's been the same. I'm working harder than Harry Redknapp's presumably Filipino cleaner in his presumably illegally extended beach house bought with presumably dirty money. Presumably. Thanks for that, Murray. Yeah. Yeah. However, <laughs> if we're not here next week, <laughs> this however, will be a high point. Yeah. However, I did have time to knock up a Schwarzenegger 11. Okay, so just go, I'll go straight well, in. So so this, he just knocked so it up. So yeah. this is an Arnold Schwarzenegger first right. 11. I'll have a think. Okay, in the spirit of last week's Cat 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So here we are. That's Junior Hoylet. Yeah. <laughs> Jürgen Twinsman. That is very good. <laughs> Carl Heinz running my nigger. <laughs> that is top. Conan Denbabarian. <laughs> Quaid Hignett. <laughs> Sarah Connor Wickham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Commando Torres. <laughs> Commando Torres! Eraser Ruddock. Excellent. Morton Gamst Predatorson. <laughs> Cesar Azpilavista, baby, <laughs> and the quite magnificent Michael Get to the Chopra. <laughs> <laughs> and the manager is Kinder Jurgen Klopp. <laughs> 
mean, Diego Klopp. Yeah. Also, he adds, we don't need a keeper. Arnie's fucking mental. Yeah. Um, quick one for the younger li- listeners. This is a poo 11. Um, Steve Legrizovic. <laughs> Keith Curl, Crap Stam, Wes Brownie, Jobby Savage, David Dung, Cack Wilshire, Stool Fox, Turdy Sheringham, Shite York, and Floater Mateus. Reserve keeper, Shaka Hisplop, managed by Pooh Kinnear. Take care, Murray. I think my favourite was Keith Curl. And that, in a nutshell, is why he's friend of the Ramble. Yeah, exactly. Red Sonyari Litmanen. Nice. That's decent. Mm. That is actually decent, yeah. That's mm. it, he just knocked it up. Yeah. Wonderful stuff from Murray James there. Hmm. Excellent, Murray. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, Pete, Kinder Jürgen Klopp. <laughs> Jesus, excellent. Goodness. Uh, I got an email. All right, from read it mm-hmm. out then, brother. Oh, well, I should read it before, because... Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this, one, this comes from Alex, who says cheers at the end of the email, so look out for that at the end. Uh, <laughs> afternoon, sexy ramblers. Hope you're well. I was enjoying the latest podcast and heard your chat on who you'd want in the room when having a baby. My wife and I had a beautiful baby girl on the 4th of July, and I can wholeheartedly agree that uh, the experience would only have been made better if Martin Yolt was indeed there. Yeah. My wife, Jo, used a birthing pool. This, is, could, been, this could have been used for me, Martin, Jo, and Juliet to have a uh, celebration bath with cigars and champers after the goods had been delivered. That'd like be an FA Cup win in the 70s. <laughs> That'd be excellent. Thank you for Fabulous. that, uh, Alex. Thank you indeed, Alex. Uh, any, any more for any more? I've got nothing. There Maybe we go. That's that gone. Uh, right, well, well, let's That's end... Pete's trousers off. <laughs> <laughs> let's get serious, shall we? Yeah. Well, let's end the show then. Um, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. If you'd like to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at footballramble and the website is thefootballramble.com. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye, Pete. Say, say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Pete. And it's goodbye from me, darlings. Laters. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.